1984 Olympic bronze medalist. When you talk about legacies, this man fought anybody and everybody. Former undisputed cruiserweight champion of the world. Former two-time undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. The only man to win the heavyweight championship of the world on four separate occasions. Representing Atlanta, Georgia. Talk about fighting legends over the course of his 27-year career. He stepped inside the ring against the likes of George Foreman, Larry Holmes, James Tony, Iron Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, and a host of others. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Atlanta, Georgia, Evander, Real Deal, Holyfield. Evander, great to see you. Thank you. It's great to be here in your hometown. Now, I'm going to start off with Kevin McBride first as you guys get set to collide on June 5th, live on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. Kevin, for you, when you look back on your career, obviously the fight that stands out is your victory over Iron Mike Tyson. How finally do you look back on that victory as you head towards your June 5th matchup against a man who defeated Mike Tyson in Evander Holyfield? Yes, uh, I look back and, you know, it was brilliant to fight a legend like Mike Tyson and uh, retire Mike Tyson. Now to get a chance to fight another legend that actually beat Mike Tyson, you know, it's going to be a, a great fight, you know, and come to fight and I'm going to get, put on a good show for everybody. Now, Evander, for you, the last time we saw you in the ring was almost 10 years ago. What was the motivation to come back for you? Was it when you were watching Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. on Triller Fight Club back in November? Was that when you were watching as to say, you know what, I can still do this? It, it, mainly, it was, uh, I was already in shape. I never got out of shape. And I was just, just working out, and... And they started talking about it. And I said, well, yeah, I do one. And so uh, here I am. In terms of here you are, you're going to be, you know, fighting Kevin McBride, the man who retired Mike Tyson. But there was discussion online, the rumor mill on social media about a potential fight with you and Mike Tyson. Now, obviously, that fight is not happening. Thus, insert Kevin McBride. But can you tell us from your perspective what happened there? Well, what, what happened is the fact is that, you know, Mike and I were going to fight. And, but somehow it, it went the other way. So I don't know if it was Mike's fight a fault or not. So uh, I just got another dance party. So I just asked the guy that beat Mike, and he, he applied to, to come and do it, and I look forward to uh, fighting him. Assuming you're successful June 5th against Kevin McBride, is a fight with Tyson in your future? A third fight? It's possible. I, I don't know, but it's possible if he wants to. I, you know, I, my own thing is not to chase anybody. But, you know, I'm telling you, know, my whole thing is I, 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 like, I like boxing, and boxing is one of the things where that, you know, I get to help the people who, that's all they know how to do with boxing. So the whole big thing is to inspire these kids and say, if you take care of yourself, you know, you can, uh, you can, you can help other people who you, 
man, you know, boxing is not for everybody, but boxing is a, a great sport. And then for people who came up a little different than the people who, uh, who had a little bit more. Well, Triller is happy to have you, Evander. We look forward to June 5th. Now we will turn it over. We know we have media from all over the world on Zoom. Jerry Milani, take it away with questions from the media via Zoom. Our first question is from USA Today, Michael Bowen. Hey, Kevin. Uh, I'm just curious. We talked a little bit about the past there at the beginning, but I'm curious about the future. Uh, what was your incentive to come back and do this? And was this kind of on your radar? Were you itching to fight? Yes, um, you know, I do uh, tree work and uh, I'm strong, you know, I pick things up and put things on. But uh, when I got the opportunity to fight uh, on the Holyfield, you know, I, I love boxing so much. But this is a, you know, a great chance to show uh, that I, I can uh, do well against the banner. And then hopefully uh, Mike Tyson will uh, want to come off the stool and uh, have a rematch and fight me and Let's get the job done, you know, finish the job. What do you just make of the matchup with Evander here? I mean, he obviously hasn't fought in so long. What do you expect out of him? Oh, Evander Hollifield is a legend. Everybody knows Evander. He's very, uh, looks very fit. He's in good shape. And, um, you know, he's come to fight. I come to fight. It's going to be exciting. I want to show everybody a good show and, uh, you know, the best man win and, get the fight with Tyson or whoever next, you know. I'm uh, delighted for uh, Triller to make this happen. And the one for you, Evander. Um, there was a lot of talk here about maybe fighting, fighting Mike Tyson, but uh, Kevin is a very different you know, type of fighter, both physically, style-wise. Uh, what are the challenges in trying to fight him? Well, he, he's, he's a tall guy. and My whole thing, I just got to use my speed. I got to use my speed and... Uh, and hopefully, you know, I'm getting him moving the wrong direction and he run into something. You know, I mean, it's, you know, it's a fight and I look forward to it. Our next question is from MMA Island, Dona Corby. Uh, hello there. Uh, can you hear me okay? Yes. Perfect. Uh, Kevin, this one for you. You talked a little bit about Mike Tyson. Is that the ultimate goal? Do you plan on sticking around in boxing now? And, and could you tell us a little bit about how Triller Fight Club contacted you and got you back in the ring? It's true. Um, Ken Casey, uh, Dropkick Murphy's, uh, called me up and he said, are you in shape? And I says, I'm good shape for the shape I'm in. And uh, he says that... Uh, there's a possibility you fight Evander Holyfield. I says, let's get it on, you know, because uh, Evander Holyfield's a legend, you know, and he's a, must be a better legend than uh, Mike Tyson because he beat Mike Tyson twice. I beat him once. So this is going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to show uh, the crowd a, a good performance and people are going to, you know, judge it after the fight. But uh, I come to fight and... Uh, Hopefully, um, the talk will change over to Mike Tyson to say, I'm going to get up with a stool and fight Kevin McBride and, um, you know, like finish the fight and uh, the best man win. And uh, I respect Evander Holyfield, tough. He beat a lot of champions. He is a champion. And uh, it's just nice to be uh, fighting him on June 5th. And thanks to Triller. Evander, is this? Are you back back now? Are you, are you looking to re relaunch your boxing career, or what's the the plan going forward? 
I'm, I'm not trying to start a career. I'm just, I thought it would be good to Mike and I do it. And, uh, and it didn't go that way. So I chose the guy that beat Mike. And so uh, here I am. And so, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not planning a lunch and a career. I'm telling you, you know, after this fight, you know, and after this one, then I think about another one. But I'm not trying to do the thing a long time. I'm just trying to show the, uh, the young people that if you take care of your body, you, you can do it a little longer than others. Next up is from AB Boxing News, Gustavo Neri. Hi, good afternoon to everybody. Uh, good morning. Uh, uh, my question for Kevin is, well, with this, um, if all goes well against Evander Holyfield, um, will it be more significant for you to beat Holyfield over Mike Tyson, or what's your perspective if you beat uh, Evander Holyfield come fight night? You know, uh, it's all on the night. You know, boxing is a beautiful sport. It's the science of boxing. It's, uh, you never know what happens. You know, one punch changes... Uh, anybody's chapter in the book and uh, it changed mine when I beat Mike Tyson and uh, you know and that's why I'm sitting up here talking to you guys and um, it's a dream you know and a dream's going to come reality on June the 5th and Thriller are going to show it live and if Andrew and me we're going to put up a good fight and uh, and we're going to look forward and you know the future is that uh, you know for all the people that are you know with this pandemic you know and now their interest in fights like this is great because uh it just shows that, uh, like Evander said, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are. If you love the sport and keep yourself in good shape, you can uh, continue on because the boxing is the love that I have to fight, you know, and uh, I want to show Ireland proud again. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, and a question, uh, last question for Evander. Um, Evander, how do you feel to fight in your hometown in this uh, later your career, champ? Well, uh, I'm, I'm not fighting here. I'm fighting in Miami, right? Yeah, Location oh, Miami. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, you know, right now, you know, I've, it would be great to have it in Atlanta because, you know, I did win my first title in Atlanta against the white Muhammad Kawhi. And so, uh, uh, yeah, fighting anywhere, I, 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 I'm, I could fight anywhere. I, it, it really don't make a difference. All right, our next question is coming in from Boxing Social. My question is for uh, Evander. Evander, uh, you spoke in the lead-up to Wilder versus Fury with my colleague Ben, and you said at that level caliber of fight, it's about who strikes fast and who strikes first and who gets there first. Are you still confident in your ability coming into this fight of being able to get there fast? Well, I if I wouldn't be fighting if uh, if I didn't if I didn't think I could win, I, I you know I I just wouldn't do it no more. I I had a, su- a successful career and uh, but because I have been in the gym and I I know what I can pretty much do. You know I may can't do as as great as I did back then, but I'm okay. I'm okay. I think there's people see me, they go, they're going to be surprised. Thank you, guys. 
All right, next we have Mike Coppinger from The Athletic. Hey, Evander. You know, obviously we have a lot of these exhibit, uh, these fights right now with Mike Tyson, Roy Jones, and then we have like Marco Antonio Barrera coming back. What inspired you? Because we know that you've always stayed in shape. Well, you know, it's, it's the young people. You know, my whole thing is that, uh, you know, in life, you know, what the game of boxing did for me, it changed my whole life. And it gave, gave my kids the opportunity to, have a different education because I, I pretty much didn't want my kids to box. I said, you know what? Hey, look, I did that. Now, I did that for you to choose something else that you can do a little bit better. I said, this fighting is something else. And, you know, but I, I grew up in a rough situation and being tough is what's part of life for me. So my mama said, you know, hey, you know, what you going to bet on? And so I, I bet on boxing and boxing to have allowed me to own the full-time heavyweight champ of the world, allow me to be the person I am. And so I just, you know, when, when they come down, down to different careers, there's a lot of people in boxing. And there's a lot of people who, you, know, you don't choose your parents, you don't, you don't choose these situations, but it's somebody, I just want to be one of the people who say, you look, hey, you choose it. It's a hard game, and you know, don't quit. If you don't quit, you can be the very best. Yeah, and you know, you were always known for your fighting heart, but also for your longevity. You fought at a really high level for a long time, and knowing you, it's not going to be just one fight here on June fifth. So, what's your ultimate goal now? Right now, it's just right now. It's him, the most. It's Kevin, and and if. If Tyson fight again, fine. If he don't, fine. But I think that I'll, I'll be satisfied with this. My whole thing is now is just moving around the ring, being able to show the people I could do it. And, you know, my whole thing, my health is very important to me. I got a, I got a family. But, you know, I take, have to take care of them and I do things properly. And I, that's when I'm always in shape. You, ain't, you never see me out of shape because – I take care of myself. And so I'm trying to tell the young people, you know, and one thing in life, take care of yourself. All right. Now, final comments from Kevin McBride and Evander Real Deal Holyfield. Kevin, June 5th on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view against the former undisputed cruiserweight and heavyweight champion, the only man to win the heavyweight championship of the world on four separate occasions. How is it going to go down against Evander Holyfield June 5th? It's going to go down because I'm coming to fight and, uh, and loving uh, the opportunity. And um, people watch out, it's going to be exciting. And uh, we're going to put up a good fight. And, uh, you know, um, I want to, like, I got lovely kids as well. And they're going to hopefully be there and watch the fight and see how it's done, you know. Evander, you have provided fight fans around the world for many, many years, legendary nights as a prize fighter on June 5th against Kevin McBride on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. How will your fight unfold? Well, uh, everybody know that I'm a winner. I've come to win. I'm bringing everything that I have. I'm, you know, I realize at the age I am, 58 years old, and you know what? I just hope everybody get this opportunity to see that I can still do it at the day. 
All right, Evander, Kevin, thank you very much. If you guys can put your microphones down, and we are going to do a customary stare down between the two as you guys get ready for your matchup on June 5th live on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. Stand over there, gentlemen. It is Evander Holyfield and Kevin McBride. That'll be our co-main event on June 5th on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. Do not miss it, Holyfield and McBride. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Greatly appreciate it. As both men showing a sign of respect. Thank you very much, guys. Greatly appreciated. Evander, Kevin, thank you very much for your time. So we go from the heavyweight division, and now we focus our attention to the lightweight championship of the world. First of all, we want to bring up the challenger. This man, 19 wins, no losses, 10 wins coming by way of knockout. Based in Australia of Greek descent, he holds wins over lightweight world champion Mickey Bay, former lightweight champion Mickey Bay, a win over former champion Lee Selby in an eliminator fight that he picked up back on October 31st out in the UK. When you think about this fighter, he is all action all the time. He is in shape. He's ready to go. He's focused. He sort of is emblematic of his nickname in being ferocious. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Georgia Cambosis. George Cambosis. And now we discuss and bring up the man who picked up a victory over Vasily Lomachenko in October. Just 23 years of age, he's the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, and also holds the Ring Magazine Championship. He was a 2016 Olympian, and his star only continues to rise. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the undisputed lightweight champion of the world, Teofimo Lopez. He's dripping in gold. Look at him. He's got the Godfather in his shirt as well, so like the style there, Teofimo? All right, as Teofimo puts down his hardware, let's talk with the challenger, George Cambosis, who is hoping to take those titles away from Teofimo Lopez on June 5th. George, you live in Australia. They are buzzing for this fight. You know Australian boxing history, the likes of Kostya Zoo, Jeff Fennick, in your mind, does a win over Teofimo Lopez on June 5th make you the greatest Australian boxer of all time? Yeah, definitely. This will put me to the greatest ever in Australian boxing. But, um, you know, whatever comes after that, you know, is, is to come. Now, my focus is beating this kid and taking his belts. I'm a little bit upset because he didn't bring all the other belts to him. Because this is the closest you're going to get to these. Yeah, well... You should have brought them all, man. I had to bring because the IBF take, because you got I'm a lucky take them all. Huh? I'm going to take them all off you. <laughs> keep I laughing. Love I love it. I love it. So, Teofimo, there's some animosity, obviously, between you and George. Where does that stem from? Is it just two prize fighters who want to go ahead and compete for this amazing, the, the, the gold and everything else? Or is there actual dislike between you two? Okay. Uh, honestly, I, what I would like to say is first, thank God for, for being here. And I want to thank uh, Triller. I want to thank Fight Club. 
And I just want to thank everyone that's here today. Uh, going back to that, honestly, um, how I look at it is like this, man. This is someone that's in front of me to get, and he's in my way at the moment, and I got to just knock him. I got to move him to the side and just keep moving forward to, to the next guys that everybody wants to see me fight next. Teofimo, you're fighting here on Triller Fight Club. We are very happy to have you and George as well. But how did you end up here? You know something? Revenge is a dish best served cold. Okay. So you want to uh, further explain that? I think my guys on the other side, I think they know what I mean. Okay. Now, George, when it comes to Teofimo you're, you're Lopez. You're all the guys I respect you. You're all the guys that respect you. You Say know what? Trula came and respected you. I put up the money. That's what you're talking about. Just well, yeah, tell everyone about your promoter, not giving the respect. It's not really the promoter's talk. It's more so of right now we have a hell of a platform. Trilla. They're doing a hell of a job and they know what they're doing and they know what they bring it to the table. It's a whole new um, it's a whole new era for the for the modern day of boxing. So I think that this is a great thing for, for all of us. And more so, I think that it is great for boxing. Now, for you, George, when Teofimo Lopez in the lead up to this fight. We have heard reports and we've seen that they have commented that they're going to finish you the third round or before. His father has gone ahead and said that he, you remind him of Diego Magdaleno. And a couple of years ago, Teofimo went out and finished off Magdaleno in a spectacular seventh round knockout. How do you take to those comments that they feel they're going to finish you early? Look, I've heard a lot of things from him, you know, and at the end of the day, Suppose this is an easy fight for him, but they just brought in a defensive coach. So which one is it? Is it an easy fight? You're so off. But you brought in a defensive coach. Sorry, so man. It's, 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 it's pretty uh, it's sad because they had a guy in their, in their team that done everything for him, that set everything up for him. They had all the game plans, and they just brushed him to the side. I'm loyal. I got my team. I know what I'm about. And if they think it's going to be three... No problem. Prepare for three. But I'm prepared for every single round. So, Teofimo, why did you guys and why do you have in your mind that, that number? Because, you know, we hear about I'm going to knock him out, but you are being as going as far as to say third round or before. You and your father have been a winning combination, fighter of the year. The gold speaks for itself. But why do you feel so strongly that you can finish off George Cambosis on June 5th on Tritler Fight Club pay-per-view before the third? I'm not at my prime yet. However, I got to make a statement. You know what I mean? I have to make a statement just like he is and what he's going to bring to the table come fight night. I've been in the big leagues. I've been in the guys that, that have the experience, the amount of work. But this, at the end of the day, I don't overlook nobody that I face. You know what I mean? Whether he wants to stay defensive coach, I've been, <laughs> you know what I mean? All that we can push to the side. Me and my father, dynamic duo. About 20 years in the game together. You know, and I'm 23. So me and him, we got, we got everything. We don't need nobody else. We only bring others just because, you know what, at the end of the day, coach needs it too. He needs help. He needs help with, with my power. It's too strong. But at the end of the day, look, I'm only getting better. The Lomachenko fight helped me. It helped me a lot. Now I have more things that I could put into my arsenal, into my style that this guy's not even going to see. He's not even going to know what hit him. And I'm going to tell you that straight up. You talk about me being chinny. 
You don't even know what's coming. You say, I got to worry about a right hand. You got to worry about all hands coming at you at you, all you times. Think, you think it's just the right hand. I'm telling that's, you, it's, that's dude, your downfall. It's, it's a whole that's bunch of things. Downfall. My guy, I could do it. Bring I can break whatever. it down right now. Hey, and and you're lucky you're not you fighting. You're lucky. I can fight tomorrow. You're lucky, right we're, not, right you're right lucky we're not oh, fighting hey, today. Right because in reality, I'll put you yeah. in a fucking stretch. Hey, you wouldn't even make white. You wouldn't even make white, boy. Look at you. Oh, hey, got yeah. gentlemen, gentlemen, listen, listen, listen. Come on, man. I can't make white. You got. You guys can fight June fifth. June fifth. June fifth. Gentlemen, get it off. Let's Can't let's get no 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 hey, yeah. hey come on 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 do it right do it. June fifth you get it June fifth June fifth you don't get paid to fight now you get paid to fight June fifth I'm gonna tell you something my man you get paid to fight I'm gonna be a fucking example of why boy I'm gonna put everybody on the ass and you know what I'm gonna put my foot up your neck I'm taking all your belts all right yo you should be thanking me my guy you should be thanking me. You should be uh, thanking me. You should be thanking Jerry, me. What did you do? Jerry, what did you do? Jerry, what did you do? That right there. Hey, guys, you do? My guys. team got this far for you, boy. Hey, my guys. team. Hey, you you're from out of the respect. I know. Hold him back. We have questions from the media. We have questions. Can we have a seat, guys? The media from around the world wants to talk to you. I ain't going to touch you. What you going to do, my man? All right. June 5th. June 5th. Hey, hey. Teofimo, thank you. Let's sit down. The media has questions to ask. It's obvious you're both in impeccable shape, but... You guys don't sure. get you don't get paid to fight right now. Like I tell you like this, man. That's when you get paid. Tell you like fight. this, my man. Just be there June fifth. Hey, and I'll you missed your flight yesterday, boy. I'll so you the you be there. I'll I missed the, the flight to the fight. Uh, yeah. The rest. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. All well, it's shot. obvious that tensions are boiling over. Can you imagine what it's going to be like June fifth? Jerry Maloney questions from the media all over the world on Zoom. All right, our first question is from USA Today, Michael Bowen. Yeah, first for George, uh, right here. You talked yesterday when we spoke, you know, how motivated you were for this fight, seeing Tiafimo here and just, you know, going in that back and forth. Has this brought this to a new level now? Look, i got tunnel vision. No distractions. Like I said yesterday to you, I sacrificed a hell of a lot to be here. I left my family, my two kids, my pregnant wife, to take everything off him. He doesn't know what that feeling's like to be away from my family. 10 weeks preparing. So you best believe I'm coming to take everything off him. Now, whatever feeling there is today, it doesn't bother me. I've got a job to do. What about you, Chief? Has this little exchange here made things more personal or got you more fired up for this fight than you were a few minutes ago? My whole thing is this, man. I'm just excited. I'm a, I'm a young, excited fighter that's still making his way in too as well. So my whole thing is just, man, I'm giving the fans what they want to see. I'm giving everyone that, that needs to see that here today in Triller Fight Club, it's the entertainment. This is the entertainment house. And, and if you're not on it, man, get on it now. It's a takeover, you know. So I'm very happy and thankful. And getting back to it, man, whether he wants to say about family, whatever it is, at the end of the day, they're not going to be there for him when he's in that ring. And either on my side. They're at the end of the day, it's mano and mano. Every round, they're with it's mano and you don't have you don't have kids. One day you will. Oh, I just oh. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're with me. They're with me. I like to keep my I'm gonna keep my life private. And another one for you, Tiafimo. Uh, obviously, he's the mandatory challenger. If you had your way, would this be the fight you would be fighting next, or would you have rather fought someone else? My goal right now is George Cambosis. That's the guy that's in front of me, and that's the guy I gotta beat. You know, I don't overlook nobody. Loma, Lomachenko and whoever else has has before. And, and, and the whole thing is, like, I'm not going to make that mistake with this guy right here. And um, my whole thing now is just, you know, put him in front of us. We'll beat him. After we beat him, who's next? 
That's what I've been here. I've been saying it, and I'm very outspoken about it. And if anybody got a problem with it, come to the ring. Meet me in there. Our next question is from Worldwide Boxing, the great Rich Mancuso. Hey, uh, thank you, Jerry, and uh, thank you, Ray, for having me. Champ, how are you? Good to see you. Can you hear me? Thank you. I got to Yes, yes, you are. It's a, uh, Tio, I got to ask you something. I've seen you fight for the longest where you were at. You've expressed an interest uh, possibly taking over up to going to 140. Is that still in your plan after this? At the moment, we can't really, um, I can say politically, I'm going to say right now, um, I'm just focused on this 135, making this way right now. And then we see, well, of course, my goal is to become the first male to become two-time undisputed champion back-to-back. That is my goal. Uh, Clarissa Shields did it, but as a female, my goal is to become the first male to become two-time undisputed and doing that. So, of course, 140 is the next. It it is an option. We still have these other guys that people are putting question marks about who is the true king of the lightweight division. In reality, it shows. Do you you unify those titles with that win? against uh, Lomachenko. Do, do you see like Henny has the yellow WBC belt? Does that, does that interfere with anything with you here? No, not at all. Uh, everyone knows Lomachenko had all three major world title belts, and I had my one. I had my IBF. We all matched up together, and we became undisputed wide world champion that night. And um, I'm sure George Kambosos could also vouch for that. That's why he's here today, and he's putting up – he's trying to make this fight be a fight. Okay, champ. One real quick question, guys. Uh, you know, your your contract with Top Rank. You are still contracted by them. Does that mean you're a free agent, or you're still contracted by them, or do you stay with Thriller for your next one? How does that stand? I'm here at the moment. Look, I, I, what I can say is that um, we're not focused on that right now. You know, uh, whatever's going on on that side right now. My job really is this is my bread and butter. This is where I put my life into. I put blood, sweat, and tears into this game. Uh, whether I get cuts, bruises, or anything, I don't, I don't show or I don't move on, on it. So my whole thing really is just that I'm focused on this. Because at the end of the day, none of this or a top rank or whatever or a free agent, none of that's possible without beating this guy in front of me. Trust me. You win, everyone loves you. You lose, you're forgotten. So at the end of the day, I'm always going to be on my toes. And this guy don't even know what's he, he don't even see what's coming. I haven't even, you guys, went, y'all only saw a, a sneak of what y'all saw with Lomachenko. Tio and George, I have a question for you guys in the sense that you're going to be fighting June 5th on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. It's not just boxing, though. It's a full night of entertainment. You're going to see it tomorrow night with Jake Paul, Ben Askren, Justin Bieber, a host of amazing performers. How excited are you guys to see tomorrow night Triller Fight Club pay-per-view, Jake Paul, Ben Askren, and the entire entertainment show on display? When it comes to that part, <laughs> that part I'm not a huge fan of. However, they're doing their part. Doing your part. You got to do what you got to do. Um, I but think is it's it kind of cool like, it's, knowing it's, that you're going to be with like, artists and stuff like that that it's you, know, awesome. you listen to? Oh, when did we ever really have that? We used to have to get guys, pay them, solo artists, and we'll walk with them. Now we're getting all different types. We're getting the Justin Bieber's. We're getting Swady. We're getting so many artists and so many people that are up there. It's, it's, this is a huge move. And I don't think if anybody sees it right now, um, for those that are short-minded, 
listen to it and see what's really going on. Listen to this. This is right here going to be a whole new way for the sport of boxing. And I'm very happy about it. George, same question for you when it comes to being a part of Triller Fight Club. I'm sure you're going to watch the show tomorrow. How excited are you for Jake Paul, Ben Askren, the entire show? And then the fact that on June 5th, you're the main event, a part of an entertainment spectacular as well. Yeah, look, it's fantastic. Um, you know, it brings so many more eyes to, to the sport and to what we do. Um, you know, I respect Jake Paul and, and Ben Askren because to get in the ring, you know, it, take ball, it takes balls to get in the ring. So they're doing it. They're getting in there for our entertainment. So it's fantastic for the sport. Um, if you don't respect what they're doing, then step in there and, and try to do it yourself. But this is great, man. And June 5th, you know, they're changing the game. And come June 5th, I'm going to change the game too. I think the only thing that Teofimo and George are going to agree on is that they're excited to be with Triller Fight Club. Jerry Milani, Zoom questions from you. Thank you. Next up is Mike Coppinger from The Athletic. Teofimo, you know, I've been covering your fights for a lot of years now. And even before you, everyone knew who you were. You said you were a star. You told everyone you were going to be a star. Now you're being treated like a star. How does it feel? Yeah, it takes some time to get used to, I suppose. You know, I've always been someone that's always hands-on. <laughs> so uh, for me, I don't, you know, my main focus is I have, with success, there's no such thing as too much of it. So I need more. I need more belts. I need more of these. I need things that are going to motivate me. So when it comes to that part, it's nice and all, but at the end of the day, if you stay in that comfort, you end up, you end up realizing that it's a drug that you're addicted to. You need people to be there. You need an audience, but eventually we're going to retire. You know, so at the moment, I'm just staying level-headed. I got my whole, um, I'm just trying to have my life set up in a proper way. That way, when I retire, my mind is good. You know, I'm taking care of my chickens and that's good. And question for you, George. You know, obviously you sparred with Manny Pacquiao, and for a long time people didn't really rate you, but you've been grinding really hard, improving. You beat Lee Selby to become the mandatory, and I know you've been waiting a long, long time for this title shot. What does it mean to you to finally get it? I feel like this is owed to me because I've come from the local show. Handful of people from Sydney, Australia. I've grinded my way, opened doors, been sparring partners, gone all over, around the world going into the backyards of former champions. Again, I'm going to go into the backyard of the undisputed champion for now. But I'm ready, man. I've been through it all. I haven't had no one pushing me. I haven't had no big platform. That underdog mentality, I've had it for a very long time. And again, I'm the underdog in this fight. He's the favorite. But when he's been the underdog, he's performed. When he's been the favorite, he hasn't performed. So the pressure's on him. I know what I've got to do. I've been in there in hard rounds with Pacquiao. I've been there in hard fights in my last two against former champions. I've got my own experience. You best believe that. I know what I'm going to do in this fight. Do you ain't going to do nothing. Jerry? You're going to be a joke. Next up is Marcelino Castillo del WBA. Hello, John. Thank you, Theo. Uh, thank you, Jerry. Uh, Theo, what's the different boxing between Lomachenko and Cambosos? You can talk about it. Um, what I can say, the difference between Cambosos and Lomachenko, obviously a lot of differences. Um, stylistically, Southpaw, he's orthodox. Um, you know, when it comes to the amount of technicality that Loma brings, his ring IQ, 
yet we haven't really seen what his ring IQ is yet. Maybe he'll show it June 5th, you know? However, it's just all that, that it's a huge difference. Loma was number one rated pound for pound in boxing. One of the most decorated boxers and amateurs in the sport of boxing, two-time Olympic gold medalist, me beating him. Where's my gold medals? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you but, want uh, those too? Yes, I do. I want it all. <laughs> it's the takeover for a reason. So when it comes June 5th, man, Triller, takeover. Theo. Oh, I, say, I say game over. That's what I say. Theo, one, one more quick question. Uh, as you say, you come a long way with your father working over 20 years. What brings to you uh, the Cubano boxing with Jorge Rubio now in your corner for your next fight? Uh, the whole thing, really, you know, um, Jorge Rubio is, uh, you know, a hell of a trainer. He's trained Guillermo Reggae now and um, Lou Campbell and so on and so forth. My father, you know, he insisted in bringing him along uh, for whatever reasons they were doing. And um, at the moment, my father just needs someone there just to just so I could keep moving. That's all it is. You know, my, my father knows what we need to do. Um, and I'm very happy and very um, I'm not content or satisfied. However, I am a happy fighter. And you know what they say? Happy fighter is a dangerous one. Well, for George, with the exchange that you guys have had here on stage, not that you need it, but does that give you extra motivation to really go out there and put forth a definitive performance on June 5th on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view against Teofimo Lopez? I got the motivation already. Whatever's happened here today <laughs> doesn't bother me. I love conflict. I love action. That's why come round one, I'm bringing action. I'm coming to fight. We all saw Lomachenko. He didn't throw a punch in six rounds. And when he started, when he started throwing punches, when he started throwing punches, we all saw what happened. Know. We all they heard. We all saw the surgery. He had one shoulder. And I had a, and a stage, I, and a stage I thought this kid was going to go. I got him myself, man, I hope he doesn't get iced because I want to fight him. I've said it previously. I wanted the fight with him. I knew what he brings to the table when we both clash. Look at all these other lightweights. Who straight after the fight mentioned his name straight away? Me. I straight away after I barely saw it. Lopez, let's do it. If I'm backing myself and saying straight after I had my biggest win, what does it mean? I see something. Your last two fights have been by split decisions. Yeah, in the backyards of these champions. Have a look at the fights properly. But you just don't do your research. You just don't do your study. I've been doing every bit of start on you, and I've every seen your weaknesses, and you got a lot of them, boy. Uh, unanimous decision. We got another Zoom question. We we'll keep it clean. We always win, and we stay winning. This is the winning side. One more media question the, from the, Boxing the, Social. The Ryan Elliott. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us. Just a quick one for Tiafimo, first of all. Tiafimo, Will saw that brilliant performance back in October. How much did you learn in that fight in those 12 rounds of Lomachenko, and what specifically did you learn as well? Could you tell us about that? I don't want to get into uh, details about it. I did uh, pick up a few things that um, even I've picked up tactics from from Lomachenko that he does great at. And I also picked up things that he, he does in a in, in, um, <laughs> in a dirty way. So uh, the whole thing is just that you need that type of experience. You need top uh, you need top competition. I try to motivate everybody now in this generation in the sport of boxing And what I try to put for them is this, beat whoever's in front of you. Go straight to the head, always. You never go to the body. If you say you're the best, then prove it. And you show it every time. When you, at, when you have a platform, 
like Trilla Fight Club, if you have a platform like any others, take advantage of it because you only get it once. You got to, and I'm telling everybody this now. I started from that. I ain't, you know, not many people even recognized, but now look where it came to now. So strive always to be great, to be better than we were yesterday. And what I could tell y'all today, live it up, live your best life and drink one with life tequila. All right. George Cambosis, Teofimo Lopez, June 5th, the challenger, undefeated. George Cambosis, when we watch you on pay-per-view, Triller Fight Club pay-per-view, against Teofimo Lopez. What is your prediction for your championship showdown? I'm winning this fight. I'm taking all them belts back to Australia. I'm telling you now I'm winning this fight. The one thing also I want to piggyback with you is for those that don't know, you actually have Spartan blood in you. You're very proud of your heritage, your Greek heritage and your lineage from you know, Sparta to everything else. Can you talk to us about that warrior-like mentality? Not that you need it anyway, because I think you were born to be a fighter, but even adding to that. That, that warrior mentality is, that's my family, man. That's where we're from. We're fighters. So whatever challenge comes our way, whoever steps to the plate and comes to fight us, best be ready, because the warriors come to fight you. Teofimo Lopez, your prediction for June 5th against George Cambosis Jr. Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. My prediction is going to be a one to watch. And it's going to be a, a quick, it's going to be a short night. It's going to be a short night. And, uh, but at the end of the day, we're going to stay hard training, stay focused. Uh, we can't overlook Cambosis. We can't look over anyone. You have it and then you can lose it. Just like that. So, you know, I'm staying focused on it. Me and my father, we have a great game plan. We know what we're going to do. We're going to execute it just like we did with the Lomachenko fight, but better. And that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to. You guys are going to see a better version of Teofimo Lopez than ever before. You thought Lomachenko was something? Tune in June 5th. It's going to be a, a spectacular show. All right. Well, you talked about focus, and I'm going to ask you both, you know, just out of, you know, courtesy. We're going to have a stare down, but if we can keep it clean, gentlemen... You don't go ahead and, you know, get paid to okay. punch or shove. You can do that June 5th. Teofimo Lopez, the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. George Cambosis, undefeated from Australia. This is for the undisputed lightweight championship of the world. Teofimo Lopez, George Cambosis. June 5th. Teofimo Lopez, George Cambosis, Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. The undisputed lightweight championship of the world is on the line. Face it out, guys. Face out for the cameras. Face out, gentlemen. All right. Face out, guys. Teo, you want to grab the, the championships? You want to grab the championships, George? All right. Let, let's face out for the cameras. There we go, guys. Teofimo Lopez, George Cambosis, Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. All right, thank you very much, gentlemen. Teofimo Lopez, George Cambosis, Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. Don't forget, tomorrow night, Jake Paul, Ben Askren on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. 
Join us at 6 Eastern for the weigh-in as the guys will take the stage. Very much thanks to Teofimo Lopez, George Cambosis, Evander Holyfield, Kevin McBride. I can't wait to call this one. What a lightweight showdown it'll be on June 5th on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. And also, don't forget, tomorrow night, Jake Paul, Ben Askren, live from Mercedes-Benz Stadium on Triller Fight Club pay-per-view. So long for now. We'll see you at the weigh-in at 6 Eastern for Jake Paul and Ben Askren. It's Triller Fight Club.